Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Episode thirty. Oh, so we're recording now. Another phone, another phone in, according to our song in the beginning of the show. Um, you, your voice sounds a little groggy. What happened? What's what's going on with you? I uh, went out drinking last night. I uh, haven't been out drinking in a long time. Uh, and uh, I won't get into the details, but uh, it wasn't our finest hours. <laughs> Um, where are you at? I'm in Orlando. Uh, I'm down in Disney. Have you been to Disney? Like, like, have you ever been to Disney World? Yeah, I've been to Disney World. When, like, how long ago? Uh, when I was young. It was okay. a, it's been a long time. Dude, this place is so huge. It's like there's four parks now. I thought you uh, weren't going to the parks. Well, I, I didn't, except for today, uh, we had to go to a commercial shoot, and just to just to see some people, because there's nothing more fun than going and watching people shoot a commercial, um, and it was, <laughs> at, <laughs> it was at a water park, yeah, and um, I don't didn't realize how much I, I hate water parks until I got there. Um, I never had any feelings on them. All I could think of is that sunny in Philadelphia. I'm going raw, dog. <laughs> that <laughs> I was kept making best. that joke. Um, <laughs> but like it, you know. So like we, we we do the commercial, or we go check in on them and whatever, and we're like, all right, we'll just grab lunch. And the guy I'm here with gets bit by a mosquito, and I've never seen someone have this reaction. He's just like, I'm out of here. I'm not staying. This. I hate mosquitoes, and uh, so I was like, "All right, I guess I'll just stick around because we're not staying in the same hotel." So I was like, "I guess I'll just stick around and ride some rides." Why would and, any Why would anyone ride some rides after this week? Did you see that video? No. The Ohio State Fair. No. Oh, dude. It's basically. You know what? We'll just do it later because I'm still here, and I think we're going to Epcot tonight. I just, you know. I don't want to know. Just, ba- just, basically, some the ride fell apart, and oh god, and some people got hurt. One person died. Um, um, yeah, you were going to get that out no matter what. Anyway, um, well, people want to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so you ride some rides? Well, no, I, I went to get lines, and the lines are just so long. It's Saturday, you know. And everybody in this water park is British for some reason. I don't know what's up with that. Um, they all sound like the family from Peppa Pig. 
you know, that version of, of the English accent. And then uh, I just got in the lazy river. And I was like, you know what? I'll just float down the lazy river. But, like, you can't bring your phone or your wallet, so you have to buy a locker. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just, and I was like, why am I doing this? I'm, like, riding around this mile-long lazy, lazy river, just getting, like, with kids. Like, I forgot what it was like to get a water park. Kids are just running past you and, and tossing you aside, you know, banging yeah. into your your raft, and you're like, how how much longer do I have to be on this thing? And then I just <laughs> I called an Uber and got out of there. Nice. Um, um, yeah, so I'm a super fun guy to go to Disney with. That's the one thing I've I've tried to do. It's it's but it's good. Like it's kind of turned into a writing like a writer's retreat. So. So what are you guys working on? Just, you know, different stuff. All right. So, uh, when do you, uh, so you have any notes? No, that was like basically my notes. This I is, guess, did you see who's hosting the MTV Awards? Yeah. Uh, Katy our Perry. Girl, our girl, Katy Perry. It's going to be, and she's performing. Yeah, we're all excited about hearing all of her shitty songs. I tell you. <laughs> Though they're making, they're doing the same thing they did with the movie awards. They're doing like non-gender awards now. They're combining all of it. Oh really? Yeah. So like, it's not going to be like best male pop video, best solo pop act. Yeah, it's going all going to be combined. So there's going to be like six awards. <laughs> okay. Well, <clears throat> no one saw any of the videos anyway, so. It falls in line with MTV is so hip. The irrelevancy of MTV. Um, I can't imagine her as a host, though. Oh, yeah, who knows? We're gonna see it. We're gonna watch it, and I'm sure we'll talk about it. That's um, true. so some soccer news this week. <laughs> um, USA women lost to the Australian team for the first time in like 27 years. Uh, but it was a friendly match. I don't know. So I guess that doesn't mean anything. Right. But the USA won something called a gold cup. That's right. And I, I texted you and I was like, what is, what is a gold cup? Or maybe I sent you an email. But I was like, I need you to explain yeah. what this is. Um, okay. So it was funny because I was watching it with someone who knows probably about as much about soccer as I do, which is like very minimal but like enjoys it and think like knows like I know more than the average American but not as much as anybody who really follows soccer and so somebody asked us at the table what is the gold cup and we both sat there and spent 10 minutes trying to explain it without probably getting one single fact correct (laughs) Um, I know it's every two years and it's like it and I know this because we looked it up it involves North America, Central America, and the Caribbean. Okay. And it's like... Does it have any bearing on, like, World Cup or uh, or uh, the Olympics? Uh, not the Olympics. It's sort of like the Euro Cup or whatever. But what they think it does is that the winner gets to go to the uh, play at like you know the World Cups every four years 
So the winner gets to go in the years before that to go play in a like a small tournament in the host city of wherever the World Cup's going to be. It's supposed to be an advantage because then you get to like play on the field and all that kind of stuff. So you don't get automatic um, automatic admission to the uh, World Cup. No, it's like. If you were if soccer were wrestling and the World Cup is the championship belt, you get to go play in like the, the tournament for the intercontinental belt. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how I, that's how I like the best describe it, and that's what I think, and I could be 100 percent wrong. All right. So there you go. So uh, another reason why we need to get sports back I, on TV. I could have just yeah, I could have just Wikipedia that or something and actually told you the answer but I'd much rather the asinine explanation that I have in my head come across so people can laugh at me later about it all I know is training camp that's what I do for us training camp started for NFL and things are going to start heating up we're going to be able to I think the uh, the first game's like next week is it really? The uh, Hall, oh, Hall of Fame game is like next uh, well, somewhere. I know we aren't talking football yet, but um, both of our teams are in the news a lot lately. Yep. I just saw, uh, first of all, training camp's really good for me. I'm a Cowboys fan because now um, the guys on our team have things to do besides get arrested, so that's good. <laughs> like, they have somewhere to be. I don't even know so what your team's going to be like first first. uh Week. Who knows? Um, Everyone's and then your guy wants to be that. I, I just saw the headline in in the in the hotel bar yesterday that that your boy Odell hmm. wants to be the highest paid player in the NFL. What do you think about that? I think that um, this is really a non-issue. I think that the Sun or Suns, the Giants are going to uh, give him a lot of money. He, he probably won't be the highest paid player in the NFL, but he'll definitely be, t- you know, top tier. Why do you say it'll be a non-issue? Because I think the Giants are going to give him whatever the fuck he wants. Okay. I don't think, it seems he, like everything this he, guy does is a giant issue. He's not, he he's not going anywhere. Saying. He's not going anywhere. Okay. Oh, I don't think he's going anywhere. I just think he's going to be a pain in their ass. Well, he's not holding out, so that's a good... That's a good thing. That's good. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how much he gets. He's def- I don't think he's going to get as much as a quarterback, but who knows? He shouldn't. He's a wide receiver. It's totally different. You can't – quarterbacks can't go party on boats with uh, Justin Bieber the day – you know, the week weekend before playoff games. They have to, like, study everything. That's why they make that kind of money. Right, but also he's one of the most popular players in the NFL and – Kids love him, and he's selling all oh. this stuff. I mean, it, right? It, it, so endorsement deals make your money that way. Not oh. quarterback. You don't deserve quarterback money. I'm sorry, wide receivers. He's not gonna. Yeah. He's not gonna get quarterback money, but he's gonna get a lot of money. Yes, uh, I love it because because you don't want to argue. You don't want to stick up for like, and I want I want to argue against him so bad. Even and, and it's strictly you're sticking up for him because of your blind loyalty, and I am. Poking at him because of my blind hatred. So, yeah, it's like neither of us are going to make sense because he has to completely emotional arguments because he has to burn you guys every two times a year. Um, but uh, 
Speaking of sports, we've had some news this week, right? Um, What's that? Well, not. I guess it's been a couple weeks now. This Kyrie Irving. Stuff. No, I think it's just started at the beginning of the week, right? Hmm. Um. Whatever. Yeah. Or it was like last Friday, I think. So Kyrie Irving trade wants a trade. He doesn't want to be in Cleveland anymore. He still has two years left on his deal. So basically, like he doesn't really have any leverage. Right. Um. But there's a lot of action out there. There's a lot of action out there. And, uh, you mean like a lot of people wanting him? Yeah, there's six teams that have offered Cleveland some trade deals. Um, the Suns being one of them, which we'll get to. Okay. But So how do you feel about uh, how LeBron's dealing with all this stuff? Well, I heard Stephen A. Smith said that if LeBron James and Kyrie Irving were like two feet away from each other, like LeBron wouldn't be able to control himself from punching him in the face. That's like almost like, yeah, that's like what he said. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think it's, you know, LeBron, LeBron is so public, like his per- perception of him is so important that you don't really know what's going on, you know? Yeah. And like, um, why, why would he expect Kyrie to like just after everything that all the rumors and stuff of LeBron leaving and all this stuff it's like why does Kyrie want to stay there if he's only going to be there I mean you can't be shocked by it the whole offseason has been about (laughs) next year is LeBron leaving LeBron's leaving you know and and, and so people are surprised that Kyrie wants to like I was listening to Coward Colin Coward was saying how Kyrie's a spoiled kid. And it's like, I don't know if I agree with that, because if you heard from everybody that your best player is leaving, and where is he going to go? And, you know, it's like, well, screw that. I'm not going to be the one left holding, you know, while while this team dismantles and then I'm stuck here. Yeah, and also, like, Um, most people, you know, a lot of the free agents and stuff that they got, are because that they're playing with LeBron. And LeBron's teams go to the finals. Right. So, so it's like... And really, Kyrie hasn't... I mean, he's a great player, but he hasn't brought his team, you know, to that higher of a level yet without having LeBron there. Um, right. So it's not like people are like, oh, I got to go play with Kyrie. Um which makes Where do you think he ranks in the NBA of like top twenty players? He's definitely in the top twenty, right? He's, yeah, he's probably in the top ten. I was gonna say, is he top ten? Okay. Yeah. Do you think would you put him ahead of John Wall? Um That's like a close, right? That's it's like close. a close comparison. Yeah, it's close. So if you saw like if you did a straight up trade of like Washington and Cleveland for those two guys, everybody's getting like everybody, yeah. everybody stays where they were at. Yeah. Okay. Um. But so there's all these trades going, trade rumors, and the Phoenix Suns are the, I guess, an interesting trade partner because Cleveland, if they're going to give up um, Kyrie, they want Eric Bledsoe. So basically, 
the sons there's been rumors of the sons being just an even trade Cleveland and them and then there's rumors of a three way trade which involves Cleveland as well or as Phoenix as well so it's going to be interesting but the Suns don't want to. The Suns don't want to give up Josh Jackson, which Cleveland wants. Basically, they want Bledsoe, Josh Jackson, and a first-round pick for Kyrie Irving. And that's just ridiculous. That's a lot. It's a lot. Um, I, I wouldn't do that if I were them either. I mean, that's the thing. Like Phoenix isn't in, in a let's win now mode, you know. So why would you give up your future? To be, you know. I mean, I would uh, do. I would. I would do uh, Bledsoe and Josh Jackson. You would for Kyrie. No, I don't think I would do that. But I wouldn't do another like another pick. Interesting. But so now here's the thing. So LeBron James is working out in Vegas. You heard all this stuff. No, let's go. So he's working out in Vegas with uh, Derek Rose, Russell Westbrook, okay. oh, and Eric Bledsoe. Interesting. And this is what they were saying on ESPN about the interesting Eric Bledsoe mix. Hold on a second. Ron James started this operation called LRMR, which is the name given to the quote-unquote posse, as Phil Jackson put it. LRMR, I learned while doing a magazine piece on Maverick Carter and LeBron, is no longer really an operation. They've splintered out into a bunch of different things. There's Uninterrupted and Spring Hill, the media arm, and there's Clutch Sports. So the R, one of them in LRMR, was Rich Paul. Rich Paul is the agent and head of Clutch Sports. One of Rich Paul's clients, of course, is the aforementioned Eric Bledsoe. So LeBron James is doing some LeBron James off-season work. And my understanding is it's not just Derrick Rose, it's not just Eric Bledsoe, LeBron James happens to know a guy named James Jones. And Bomani, where is James Jones these days? The front office of Phoenix. The VP of basketball operations of the Phoenix Suns. And LeBron James is hustling behind the scenes, is my understanding, asking, is Josh Jackson available for Kyrie Irving? And the answer back that I heard was no, he is not. Well, LeBron James is hustling on behalf of the Cleveland Cavaliers, at least for this one year. LeBron James. Oh. So, it looks like LeBron James is trying to broker something in Vegas. So why would LeBron James be trying to get Josh Jackson if he's leaving Cleveland? Because he didn't know. He, he doesn't want to play with Kyrie. Interesting. And he's trying not to tarnish his legacy when people, like, get mad at him. Not tarnish his legacy, but just get mad at him for leaving. He, like, leaves them with, like, a nice little piece. Which, there were rumors, which is another reason Kyrie wants to leave. There were rumors before the draft that this same trade with the Phoenix Suns was happened. Or was going down. Eric Bledsoe in the number four pick for Kyrie. And he found out about it. And, and they're saying that... Uh, um, I think they said that LeBron James's camp. The rumor was that he they leaked that that they, he was about to get traded. That never happened, and that's why one of the reasons Kyrie's all pissed off. Um, so that's another wrinkle. 
Um, so yeah, it's going to be an interesting. Uh, it's amazing how the NBA just keeps going. It's true. And then there's like this whole thing like, uh, why isn't WNBA so popular? And you're like, well, because there's really never a stop point. I mean, there's multiple reasons, but there's never a stop point with NBA now. It's like the whole summer, and then they go right into uh, into training camp. But anyway. Well, yeah, if you're going to pin down the one thing that's wrong with women's basketball, it's probably the fact that it's not men's basketball. <laughs> like, I, I think that's probably part of the, part of the problem. And that's not saying that you know, I, you know. I don't want to get into the whole gender thing because I'll, uh, I'll I'll go to tennis. I enjoy women's tennis more than I enjoy men's tennis. Um, but uh, I anyway, I don't want to get in trouble. But the WNBA is just not a good product. <laughs> is that an edit? Is that an edit? We got to go back and edit. No, no, we don't have to edit. But let's just all agree that the WNBA is not the the best product. No. Um. All right, so moving on. I think we are going to go back to next week, and I hear you're uh, you're back in on Nolan, on Christopher. I'm Nolan. back in on Nolan, man. I love Dunkirk, and it's funny because I've had like three conversations about this movie, and I know it's getting like critically, like you know, everybody mm-hmm. loves it critically, but like the three conversations I've had about it are all people who were who were underwhelmed by it. Okay. So I feel like I'm on an island right now, even though, like, everything I read says it's, like, it's so great. I thought it was so good. Um, there's, like, three or four scenes in that movie I just thought were, like, the scene when they take the wounded prisoner and try to get on the boat for ten minutes is, like, just awesome. Yeah. It's shot awesome. The music's awesome. You're on the edge of your seat. Um, the whole thing is just mm. incredible. It was definitely uh, really good filmmaking. I but mean, you don't love you don't love Dunkirk. I liked it a lot. I thought it was pretty really intense. Um, the sound in it was shaking like your entire seat. I don't know if you were in one of those Atmos theaters, but I wasn't. No, I saw in a regular theater, but I can imagine it was uh, it was pretty crazy. Um, I just, the only issue I think I talked to you about was that I was kind of a little, uh, it was hard, a little hard to follow, I thought. It was jumping around in time, and everybody kind of looked the same. Um, I, I felt like they needed to have, like, distinguishing marks, maybe like a scar or something, um, or a name patch that said their name. But, um, but they were all, like, I don't who, know. the main characters? You had trouble telling apart the main characters? Dude, there were two guys that were blonde hair. There were the two the two um, guys looked that were like hanging out with each other looked exactly the same. Yeah, but like what was ever happening to one was happening to the other. It wasn't like why would you? I don't ever, know who the two after that guys are after that about. movie after watching that movie. I'm just like, why would you ever get into the belly of a of a ship in the time of war? Yeah, that was free. I was freaky. I'm telling. I don't know. I don't. I don't. You know, the uh, my friend I'm out here working with. 
he had the same problem about not being able to. He didn't like the whole time jump stuff because he had trouble following, um, when, like why, why, like when things were starting and ending. And I, I had no problem. Like, I, I mean, and I'm not the brightest guy in the world with this stuff. Like, I have, I have a lot of trouble paying attention, <laughs> and uh, and I and I followed it just fine. I don't know. Um, why did they lock them into that one ship? That I was, that I was confused about. About like when they went into that ship, they finally got on there, and then the person, the guy, like refused to go in. He was like on the outside, and then they locked the door, and then the guys were inside eating the jam and bread, and then all of a sudden, like they got torpedoed. And then he had to, like, open the door from the outside. Do you remember that whole thing? I have no idea. See, when you start saying things like they, there's so many people in this movie, I have no idea who Well, the main guy, the main guy, the the, the two guys that snuck on to the ship. Okay, so this has to do with, like, the land story, because there's three stories. Yeah, the guys that got the uh, wounded guy, and then they snuck on the ship. They got out of the boat, they got kicked off the boat, they, they, yeah, okay. So then they got on another boat, you're saying? Yeah, they were on the other boat, and then they... The one guy refused to go into the downstairs, so he stayed up on the top. And then um, the other guy went with this other dude down into the belly of the ship to get the tea and the jam and bread, and they were all sitting, hanging out, and then the torpedo came. Oh, and he said, why is your friend out there? He's, he's trying to find an escape room. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think the reason he didn't want to go is because he was French, and he didn't want to have to talk to anybody. No, well, the problem, uh, the question I had was, why did they lock everyone in there? Why not leave the door open? Oh, I didn't realize they locked everyone in there. I don't, I don't Yeah, because that's why everyone's drowning. And finally, the guy that was on the outside ended up opening oh, the door. Oh, right. That's right. I didn't, oh, okay. Uh, well, you're, I mean, are, are they're, under, they're underwater when they're in the lower part. Yeah, but they couldn't get out because the door was locked. Like, who would ever lock a door? I don't know. Well, no, whatever. Um, this is such an insignificant. But I, I, I thought the uh, all the um, dog fighting stuff was amazing. I don't yeah, know. How, I don't awesome. know how they filmed that shit. I mean, I know the I know the aerial guy. He's worked with. I worked with him on a bunch of stuff. Like he did the aviator and uh, stuff like that. So I'm sure, you know, he knows what he's doing. But I, I don't know how they how they filmed all that. That's it was great. That was awesome. And when he lands that plane at the end, I mean, how beautiful is that whole thing? Yeah. Except for he should have went right. I. You know what? I just was. I was. Dying I guess he, to know. I thought of you as soon as that happened. I was like, you're gonna have a huge problem with him just landing right there. Yeah. Why not? He should have made it right rather than left. He knows where the enemy is. Yeah. Um. But that was uh. Yeah, Tom Hardy's whole storyline was great. Um, yeah, I thought it was... Uh, it was I, I really enjoyed the ending when all the uh, boats came. Um, yeah, it was really good. That was, that was some good emotional stuff. Yep. Um, but they didn't really go into the actual story of the war, like what was really happening, too. I mean, it was kind of like a moment in time thing. But I would have liked a little bit of more story about what was happening in the war 
What's, oh, what? you wanted to see Hitler is killing uh, Jews and Germany is taking over Europe? Like every other you movie. Did, you, you needed that. You needed that detail added. No, they were. Just, everyone was just hanging out on the uh, waiting to get picked up. I, I wanted to see. It says in the beginning that they're stuck on this island and they're surrounded. Um, and you know, I don't know. I don't know what else you wanted for context there. That opening scene is great too. With how when he's like running through and and then all of a sudden he's at the beach. Yeah. And it's like all those people and everything's there. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's a good movie, and it was only it was under two hours, which is awesome. That's the best part of the movie. Yeah, his shortest movie. I was so psyched when I saw that it was like only an hour and forty five minutes or whatever it was, hour and fifty. I was like, man, you know, because war movies and Nolan, you start thinking, oh boy, this is gonna be like a five hour snoozathon. But no way, it's great. Um, the music was really good. I'm pretty sure that's going to win best score. I can't imagine anything like beating that. Uh, yeah, that score was awesome. But uh, it will definitely be around towards the end of the year for, for uh, filmmaking filmmaking pieces. But uh, yeah, it was good. Just a little hard to follow for me. And I guess I'm not the only one. I guess not. But I haven't. I, that's the first time I've heard anyone say they need more context of what's happening in World War II to understand what's happening in the story. Supposedly that Dunkirk. <laughs> listen, supposedly the Dunkirk storyline is like a lot more involved than just that. Um, yeah, I read something about how it, it, India is kind of upset because there was, uh, there was um, they were involved. And uh, they weren't represented in the movie. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I, I thought that Kenneth Branagh could have been a little bit more as a uh, teacher of what was going on. Uh, we could have added some lines to him to talk about what the uh, what was happening. I mean, they did it a little bit, but I felt like they could have elaborated a little bit more. But whatever, it was really enjoyable. My heart was, like, racing the whole time with these friggin' uh, <laughs> Atmos theaters where it's like, shakes the whole damn place. Um, but, yeah, it was good. Cool. All right. So, moving on. So, moving on. Um, the, we were going to talk about some TV stuff. Yeah. So, this is episode 30. There's also another season of 30. Which we're not going to get too much into because we might have a guest next week. Uh, but uh, the challenge started. I'm so excited! He won't tell me who the challenge. Uh, no, because I don't know. I need to I need to confirm it. I know, but like, I want to know, like, if I should be rooting for this person or if I'm rooting against them. I have no idea. Well, I'll give you a heads up once this person uh, confirms. But uh, it's, to- it's totally changed the way that I'm watching the show now. Um. So, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the challenge so far? Other than the fact uh, that they like to say "dirty" a lot. Oh God, they love saying the "dirty 30. I mean, seriously, uh, that should be. A, I think that's the drinking game of the show. Once they say "dirty," you drink and you be happy. Yeah, that's true. 
that, 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 that's true. They love to say this is the dirtiest uh, challenge ever. CJ says it a lot. I yeah, told you this was going to be dirty. Um, I so far Ashley quit. Big, I love that they just let her quit. That I'm so sick of that girl threatening to quit every year, <laughs> and then they talk her into coming back. I like. I think she had no desire to quit. And they're like, all right, just leave. According to what I read online, she, uh, the pros versus champs or whatever, ended like a week before she, so basically it was like, she won her thing, and then the other challenge, then they went to this pro thing, which was like a week later, and then a week after that, she was going to this other one, this new one, and she was like all burned out. And she posted this whole thing online saying, I don't have to explain myself. I was exhausted, all this stuff. And all these challenge people were, you know, responding like, you don't have to explain yourself. It's all good. You'll be back. All this stuff. <laughs> she needs so much coddling. Yeah. But she's so good for the show, drama-wise. Um, yeah, but I, I'm, I, I'm so glad that. That, that worked out that way um, I'm also very happy and I mean I'm so afraid to say anything because if we have a guest I don't want to um, I, I think it's safe to say it's not Ashley it's um, not Ashley what'd you say? it's not Ashley okay I'm like I'm really enjoying uh, Corey getting his comeuppance dude Corey is soapy <laughs> you can't you can't sleep with everybody in the house and expect things to work yeah, exactly. I love that Camilla too doesn't there give a shit about anything. Yeah, she's crazy. She's ab- she's absolutely crazy. <laughs> like, I don't know if, if how much of that is shtick and how much of that is like, and she's actually nuts. Oh, I definitely think it's absolute. Like, it's not a shtick. Yeah, you know, because like there was a thing where they, when they were hanging from the the thing last week and Anissa accidentally held on to something yeah the ropes yeah and she starts calling her out like right away like she's holding on she's holding on she's disqualified like she's just crazy yeah well they don't Um, they don't know it's gonna be a million dollars that's true too they think it's like a regular Um, challenge there's a lot of people yeah a lot of people to keep track of I like that they got rid of uh, six. six of them. And uh, Jenna was like, I'm getting rid of that Amanda girl from what she did last last time. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Amanda, I like for drama, but she'll never win anything. You yeah. Know, could you imagine her like being good at any challenge? Well, it's not even just that... No, because she does okay the, at the stuff. It's just that she... Doesn't no. know how to. Um, doesn't know how to play nice. Yeah, no one likes her. Um, but I also know that you're probably pretty pissed because they didn't have a challenge last week. Yeah, I don't like when the challenge doesn't have an elimination. <laughs> um, so I don't. Yeah, I like that they're uh, they're doing a bunch of twists now. Like the last two seasons, they kind of mixed it up a little bit. Um, right. format in terms of like you know letting the viewer kind of n- re- get revealed some stuff 
rather than us going, oh, okay, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. They kind of mix it up. Um, I like what they're doing. So it's going to be interesting to see how how they progress this. Dirty 30. But we'll talk... The dirtiest challenge ever. Yeah. But we'll talk more about it next week uh, if we get our guest. But... Uh, um, I'm so nervous about that, by the way. I'm, like, really nervous. <laughs> Why are you nervous? I, because when you watch, like, a reality show, like, you're... you're you're not watching someone's work. You're, like, watching their life. So, like, when you critique and talk about them, it's like you're just, you're talking about them as a person rather than them as a performance, even though it's it's half and half. Yeah. I don't know. It makes me nervous. You'll be fine. But it's funny. Yeah. I, thanks, buddy. You can carry me through it. <laughs> uh, also, I'm afraid they're going to learn that we only have, like, three listeners. <laughs> That's true. All they have to do is Google our uh, our uh, podcast name and see we only have 96 people that like us. <laughs> um, but well, so anyway, yeah, I, I'm I'm enjoying this challenge so far. It's a good it's a good make up from that last one. Uh, what else are you watching? Should we get into Game of Thrones? Yeah, let's talk about Game of Thrones. Um, started a couple weeks ago. Okay, so we're two episodes in. By the time anyone listens to this, it'll probably be the third episode airs tomorrow. Um, they, uh, some big shit. Some big shit's gonna happen. So they're accelerating everything. It's like they <laughs> spent all these years like dragging all this shit on, and now we get to this new season where there's only like seven episodes, and everything's happening so quickly. Like, people are getting to places like in no time. Random random people just show up. Like, how long does it take to get places? I mean, in, in the original shows, like, it would actually feel like it took them a long time to get places. Right. But now, like, this guy who started this war, the uncle, um, last week, like, he had to build the... His, I guess, niece and nephew stole all the ships. And he had to, like, build all those ships. And for some somehow, he built this huge armada with like amazingly like you would think like if you had to build a ship really quick, it'd be kind of rickety. <laughs> this guy like basically has uh, a full army of like an armada. I mean, I think now he doesn't because there was a huge battle. And he only had, like, one ship left, but, uh, I don't know. That guy, like, just shows out of nowhere. All of a sudden, he's blowing people up and stealing, uh, stealing the present for Cersei, so she can get married. They can get married. I don't know. Things are happening really quick. Um, is that what he thought the gift was going to be that he was bringing back to her? Was going to be one of the women that killed her, her daughter? Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's what the present is. Yeah, but I mean, is that what you is that what you were thinking? No, or, I had no clue what they were going to do. I had a pretty good idea. I thought I, I thought that seemed a little too obvious. I thought, but um, I thought it was cool when the brother comes. Who's who's hanging on the front of the ship at the end of the episode? Oh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't notice that. 
there's a woman hanging from the front of the ship and I thought for sure that it was and I, not that I know anybody's name so here you go it's not gonna uh, be the I niece. thought for sure it was his, the guy's cousin no his niece you mean or his niece the one that Theon no I don't think uh, I don't think the, the niece and the nephew are not gonna die okay well, I think it was probably one of the snake people then. Yeah. I, they, I read about it because some people were speculating. And I guess they think she's hanging by her, um, uh, by her, um, her, her whip that she uses. Oh, okay. They so. really sped up the um, Mother of Dragons, Jon Snow storyline. Where he's like, Sam sent me this thing. By Raven, that says that there's dragon glass on this island, and then the mother of dragons told me that uh, she wants to meet with me. He's like, I think I'm gonna go. And now, like, it's all coming together, and they're gonna finally meet this week. Um, and it's gonna be interesting because they're like cousins, right? Now, I think we found out that they were cousins. Uh, where there hasn't been established yet, but there's something... No, they said it, it last year like that Jon Snow wasn't really a Stark. Well, right, and then they show, like, when his brother goes back in time and, like, watches his dad, he sees his dad with Jon's mother, who is supposedly oh, yeah. a Targaryen or whatever. There you go. So they're gonna figure that out. They're gonna get some dragon glass. I still don't understand why everyone on Game of Thrones isn't more worried about the army of death. The zombie army. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. They're just doing their own thing. Everyone's heard about this army. No one really seems to care that no one could kill these things. Um, but the only one that really cares is Jon Snow, and he's trying to get Dragonglass. Hopefully that changes. Um, There's some great memes I was just trying to find from Theon jumping off ship. Like, there's some funny stuff about how he, like, jumped at the, you know, he's gonna stick up for his sister. He's gonna end up killing the uncle. That's what they're setting up. Um, yeah. And, yeah. But, um... Oh, that's what it was. There's like a meme. It's like things that disappear when you need them most: keys, wallet, phone, and Theon. <laughs> oh god. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I I I kind of like the accelerated schedule. I'm in. Well, yeah, because like you've been happening fast. Because you've been wanting to, you've been putting all these things in your head for so long now, and now things are actually like happening, and you're like, all right. We're in. Um, all these things that we're speculating are finally coming together because they have to wrap it up. Right. Since there's only like five episodes left. Well, there's only five episodes left this season, right? And then they're doing like four more or something? I don't know. I thought it was seven and seven. Oh. Well, they're doing like another season of like feature length episodes. Uh, okay. I really like the Arya Stark stuff. Yeah. I don't know where that's gonna go, but uh, um, I like it. Well, her coming back home and all the Starks like 
handling their big, big, bigness is going to be good. Yeah, it's going to... Do you think Sansa turns kind of evil, or...? I don't know what's going to happen with that. Uh, well, my... No, you don't know. We're speculating. My, uh, we, have, we have a podcast uh, audience now, audience member. <laughs> um, so, what else are you watching? Um, okay, so I told you that I wanted to talk about other shows, and I wouldn't tell you what shows because if I tell you, like, you'll go watch the whole season. It takes me, like, two years to finish a season of television. <laughs> That's so, maybe half the the things that I'm like, the things that I, there's like two shows that I'm watching that I'm like really interested in. And I don't like, I don't know like where I come out on them just yet because I'm only like a few episodes in. But one is, um, I'm dying up here. Uh, I haven't watched any of it. So it's interesting. Like, it takes place in the 70s. It's this stand up comedy show, Jim Carrey's show. Yeah, it's Jim Carrey's show, and um, I'm, like, really into the period, and I'm really into, like, the story, like, this guy, the oh, the pilot, the opening, like, story is this, one of the, one of the people's made it, one of, like, one of the comedians made it, and he's on Johnny Carson, and he gets asked to, to sit in the chair, and um, then he dies right away after, he gets hit by a bus. Okay. And so everybody's trying to figure out if, you know, purpose, you know, or if that's, you know, just a horrible coincidence in life. And meanwhile, like, you know, these guys are all comedians um, at, I guess, the comedy store is what it's supposed to be. And she's kind of like, uh, what's her name? Um, yeah, the lady. What's the, yeah. Uh, what's, anyway, the woman in charge, she's like... Um, Holly Shore's mom was back in the day at, at the comedy store and where like she has to give you the okay before you can like perform and once you get on that stage you're pretty much golden Mitzi, in the Mitzi, world Mitzi Shore okay so but it's Melissa Leo that's, that's who plays her and um, you know every so I really like the setup and everything and I couldn't figure out what it was or something that was holding me back and then I I listened to Simmons talk about it. He was saying the problem is, like, the comedian's jokes aren't funny. And he's right. Yeah, I heard that part, yeah. And it's and it's true. And <laughs> I was talking to a writer friend of mine, and he loves that show, and he said he thinks that that's on purpose. He's like, I think that they're doing that on purpose because they're showing that they're not that good yet. So anyway, that's one thing I'm into. Um... The other show I just started is Friends from College. I'm two episodes in. Perfect. I'm two episodes in. It's not... Second episode had my favorite joke. What joke was that? The girl The girl shows up in her uh, Mercedes truck, and she's like, did you see my new truck? And he's like, yeah. And Fred Savage walks in. He goes, hey, guys, you see the truck parked outside? It transforms into a giant asshole. <laughs> I don't know if I remember that. Maybe I'm maybe I'm only one episode in. Um, so I, I saw the episode where they went to the house. They all convened at the house. Yeah, is that's that it. the same episode? That's that episode. It, they, she's <clears throat> parked it right out front, and 
in, yeah, and she comes and shows it off. I, uh, it has a lot of people that I like in the movie, in the show. Okay. Um, I don't think there's enough jokes so far, so I'm not, like, super excited, but I like all the people in it, so I'm going to keep watching it. Um, I don't know. You know, See, I don't mind that there's a lot of jokes. I really like it. I like the story. It's like, I just think there's such clever stuff going on in there. Yeah, there is. Uh, um, I don't miss, like, because I, I got into it thinking the same thing. Like, oh, this is going to be a comedy. You know, we're going to like everybody. Da, 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 da. And it's <coughs> not like that. It's like this stressful, like, <laughs> adulterate, adulterated, uh, like, story. Adultering story. And um, it's the complete opposite of what I, and I think that that's what they wanted to do, and I think it works. Yeah, I think it's. So those good. are the two two shows I'm into. I'm still not done with Love or Masters Masters of None. Or, oh yeah, Love is great. I mean, uh, I really like the reason I don't finish that show is because I'm I'm enjoying it so much. I don't want it the season to end because I think it's just such a good season of television. Yeah, this season of uh, Love was just so well written, and uh, yeah. it's just they focus more on her issues, which they didn't. They kind of, I wouldn't say they glossed over in the first season, but they definitely get more into it. And just the writing in that show is so great. Yeah, I think that's Judd Apatow too, isn't it? Isn't that? Isn't that Judd Apatow also? Yeah. Yeah, so um, that guy's got his finger on things. Yeah, guy's good. The the episode where they go to the mall, where she has to go with his with her roommate's boyfriend, and they get stuck there alone together. Oh yeah, um, the one she like, like I, that stuck with me because she yelled at him for uh, taking money. Yeah, and, and so, there's like there's like all this character, um, like you you. Like you're revealing so much about these people and through their conversation, it's because it's so well written. And then the best is that she's like, "It's called the food court," and he's like, "No, it's called the dining area or something." And they, you know, and she keeps correcting him. And then when they get there, it's actually called what he said it was. <laughs> yeah, and there's a. And he doesn't rub it in. It's just, I mean, I don't know. It's just little things like that make it so good. Um, yeah, that's a really good show. And the Masters of None, um, um, like four, episodes, four or five episodes, and and I'm, you know, I I, I think I've talked about it in here. I like that show. I still wish they had a character who was a little wasn't so much of a, a wuss, but I I think it's I like the things that they talk about, and you know, I think his I, I think his angle on on life is is a, is a good one. When he and his buddy get together, it's just really funny. Like the, I think the whole second episode where they were, they got the, uh, the 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 wedding. No, well they went to the wedding, yeah. But before that, they got the exclusive like dinner at the place, which is like that is actually one of the supposedly the best restaurants in the world. Oh, okay. And it's like really hard to get in, um, and they were just sitting there eating and just like their reactions. Yeah, see, I don't know. That doesn't get. That's not the stuff that gets me. Uh, I, I think there. Uh, but I get it. Most people, I think, I think that's a charm for most people. Like, I think that more, more people would agree with you. Um, 
So, what are you what are you into right now? Um. Well, I really like well Twin Peaks is last episode of Twin Peaks was so freaking good. It was so funny that there was this one episode of Twin Peaks. I don't know if you heard about it, but no, that it was I, just like a dream, like this. It was the most bizarre thing. It's you can't even describe it. It was just the weirdest hour of television ever put out there. Okay. Um, there was I can't even explain it. it just there was an atomic bomb, and then you like slowly move into the atomic bomb, and then there's a hatching of like an animal, and then this animal like goes to crawls into this girl's like bedroom and like goes into her mouth and like it was just a weird it was I can't even like explain it um but this last episode was really really funny um and it's kind of like what you want the show to be um so I'm hoping that it kind of takes off from there um Broadchurch I really like Broadchurch the new season so there's another season of Broadchurch yeah it's a new season they basically like did what the killing did um, I don't know if it, if you watched The Killing, but basically, no, like, the first two seasons were about the same thing, and you couldn't, like, it just dragged the story. Um, and finally, you know, the producers were like, we need to just have these detectives work on a different case. And they were like, it's kind of like Homeland, you know? They're like, we, we got to get away from this Brody character and start doing other stuff. So they have this whole new case this year, and it's a lot. It's a lot better. It's a lot better. Um, but I told you on uh, last week, chewing gum. I watched the first season of yes. chewing gum. It's really funny. It's a funny show. I looked it up, and I got to tell you, the marketing made me not want to watch it. It's. I sat there and don't understand who watches the show, or who it's who's who it's meant for. I don't know, but. I think there's a lot of funny stuff in it. It's just dumb. It's like dumb humor. Like, there's nothing smart about it. It's just stupid jokes and comedy. I don't know. I think it's funny. But, uh... I'm just, like, waiting for Graham. I don't really... I've kind of, uh... started deleting things off my record list. No, good for you. So I'm down... I'm only down... I'm down to a few shows now. But, uh, you know, the fall comes around. There's all these new shows. So we'll see what happens. Um, but, yeah. That's all I got. Uh, I guess the last thing is MasterChef. Oh, yeah. MasterChef is great. It's always good. Do you have, do you have a, who's your pick right now? Uh, I think um, that guy with the glasses, kind of nerdy guy, he's going to come through. Wait, the guy that... that kind of short, kind of nerdy looking guy. Okay. Um, and I, I like the uh, the black girl with the uh, blonde hair. Who's the, got one, the, blonde the one who's hair. figured out how to be the soundbite in every episode? Y- yes. Like, in every one of these shows, we should talk about this sometime, there's somebody who's ex- who knows exactly how to explain the plot the way that the yeah. producers want you to, so that they get more camera time than everyone else. The one thing that's funny about MasterChef is how bad of an actor the woman is that's the host. 
when she like because you know that they probably repeat a bunch of stuff um like because she didn't like what she said so they had to like repeat it or whatever um but she is just like a bad television actress or host or whatever she doesn't make me nervous when she tells the person that they can't cook. Let's put it that way. You know, you get the okay. when, when uh, Gordon Ramsay says, you suck. Like, you're like, oh, this is going to hurt him in the future. When she says it, I'm not very nervous. I feel like someone could come gotcha. back. Um, but anyway. That's all I got. Cool. Did you, did you see Atomic Blonde yet? No, I was going to talk to you about going next weekend. But, uh, Should we do that on the air? <laughs> we can. Hey, I got off Friday and Saturday. You want to go? <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, I've, I've listened to it from outside of a theater. <laughs> the music's yeah. good. Yeah, um, we should, uh, when, when you actually are in town for a weekend, we'll go check it out. Cool. All right, well... Uh, I'll see you soon. All right. And, um, that was a quick thanks one. Thanks for listening. Yeah, it was under an hour. That's good. This is where it should be. I don't know if it's quick. This is probably good. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll come up with something next week. Maybe, oh, we'll, maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe we'll have yeah, a guest. Yeah, God. Let's hope so. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Later. See you next week. <laughs>